Dude, zero warning. <laughs> zero warning. I just hit record. I said ready go, and then I hit record. Yeah, I was saying dumb stuff. And dumb you're stuff. Like, okay, go. Like, like, well, I like to keep it organic around here. No, no. Anyway, guys, welcome back. Uh, if you uh, so boldly made the decision to come back after our cluster of a... <laughs> Jeez, what are you doing? I don't know. People hear that. I still don't know. They I... can hear my fat nose breathing into the microphone. They can hear you <laughs> picking up your chair and moving it across the floor. <laughs> Three inches. This is... Yeah, I, Just continue. Just go. We are trying to provide professional content (laughs) to professional listeners, and this is the kind of garbage you give them. I'm sorry. You guys deserve better than that. Anyway, uh, since you're here, I'm guessing you decided to come back after our cluster of a pilot episode. Uh, Uh, It wasn't so terrible. Was it the fourth try? No. Yeah, no. After the fourth try, it wasn't terrible. Because that's the name of the episode. Yeah, I think. Oh, the ah, so God, get with it, Kyle. Jesus. Uh, yeah, that was like the th- the fourth. No, the third. Because you deleted it and then no. it came back. No, you de- deleted it. Oh, walked well, around yeah, your well, house cussing for like, for 20, like minutes. twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> As mm-hmm. I giggled like a little girl because mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, what? Ever. It, you know what that means? I get another cup. Yeah, I get another classic. Well, yeah, and that's that's what started the whiskey drinking was because I had a little, had a little temper tantrum because we lost one of our, our um, entire audio files. Oh, yeah, it was the best one. It was it the best one. It was absolutely the best one. Me it was coming organic. in with a story, and it was very organic. It started great because I was on Instagram laughing about something, and I told him like, about what it. What are you doing? And he's, and then he's like, like, okay, we're going. And I was like, ah. This is hilarious. Uh, I'm still looking at Instagram, and I was like, "Put Instagram away. We're Never. trying to make a show." And you're like, "I love Instagram, Instagram but I'm like, it's dumb." Whatever. Anyway, anyhow, hey, what's our topic today? What is our topic today? Uh, Ed, Etsy. 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 Shut. <laughs> oh my god! I will swore at you. Yeah, EDC. We're, we're trying to not swear, in case you guys didn't notice, because you know then we got to put that whole explicit thing on yeah. there. I, I don't want to do. Trying to keep it family friendly. Kyle. Yeah, because I'm sure everybody, you know, uh, soccer moms, their kids, and and you know, soccer dads, you know, trying to be inclusive. Uh, everybody wants to listen to us talk about EDC. Absolutely, right, it so is a thing. Dude, it's a thing. It is a huge thing. Oh, it's a thing. Like, uh, all right. So let's start first of all. What what does EDC stand? For? Everyday carry. Okay. Now, who, who doesn't know that? Well, I think a lot of people. Kyle, didn't know I did that. not. Know that. I had to explain it to him. When he created the list. Well, but then the funny thing is that, you know, when we started making this list, or not a list, but just ideas of shows to talk yeah. about, and uh, EDC was on there, and I was kind of like, what the hell is EDC? And then I did some research on it and found out that I knew exactly what EDC was. Yeah. I do it every it's, single day, and I just never thought about it, because it's just what I do. Yeah. Um, you know, so so everyday carry, what, what do most people think about if you're kind of not... You know, all five eleven. T- oh, sorry, well, we're we're not uh, throwing. He's definitely Boom. not wearing a five eleven shirt. Definitely right not wearing a five eleven yeah. shirt. So definitely <clears throat> not wearing five eleven. Five eleven. If you want to pay us to, you know, whatever record brand, that's cool. Um, so free merch. Yeah. Oh, dude, I would. Yeah, you don't even have to pay us. Just send Just me. Send car- me. You know send what? Send me cargo pants. Send me a pair of pants. Yep, I'll take it. 
Oh. <laughs> anyway, some shoes, man. Yeah. Mine are oh, busted. Man, they, they got some I good need stuff. new boots. They got some good stuff for my new job, dude. I didn't know. So you're wearing you're wearing their jeans right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, how are those? The relaxed fit, though, because I made the mistake of getting, like, the slim fish. Not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. Some dudes are into it. No. I I don't know about I like my pants to drape over my shoes. I like like my um, fat gut to fit inside my pants. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, so. Are they stretchy? Bro. Oh, those are the best. They're stretchy. Um, They could probably... Not you don't have a gusseted crotch. That's, yeah. That would be cool if I didn't blow the crotch out of my pants. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means. But, but <laughs> well, it just means that they won't explode when you squat down to pick your kid up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle of Walmart. Because he's running around. And, is he yeah. walking yet? No. Dude, he's not even crawling yet. What is he, six He months? is seven months. Seven months, okay. Seven years old. Yeah. Kid can't yeah. crawl. No, seven months old. <laughs> seven months... A couple days ago, last week. Yeah. Okay. Um, Still friggin' adorable. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy I don't it know while, where you got it Enjoy from. it while it lasts. His mother. <laughs> Had to. Yeah. Dude's got so, a tooth coming in. No. Is he teething? Oh, man. Uh, you give him a little swab of whiskey yet? <laughs> I tried. The wife said no. Oh, she yelled at me. Just wait till she's not looking. <laughs> I would be the best parent ever. So... Anyway, now that we're five, almost six minutes into the show, we've barely even talked about the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about some EDC kind of stuff. Because, like, like, the point I was trying to make before we went way off topic. Uh, like on our been, tangent. Like, we've like been always. Known to do. Um, you know, I, it was interesting because I started researching EDC because initially I didn't know, like, what it was. I heard some dudes talking about it. Like, well, oh, what are you EDC? What do I EDC? What are you EDC? Like, I, I don't, yeah. I People, like, yeah, you're just you like, know, what the heck is EDC? Guys doing entire uh, Facebook videos about what's my EDC. Um, and I was, I was like, yeah, it's a big thing. And I didn't realize, like, it's not that big of a thing. It's, you know what? Cause it's you know like, what I EDC every day? Pants. Mm-hmm. Shirt, a wallet, yeah, right. a watch, yeah. my wedding ring, mm-hmm. so that my wife doesn't yell at me. Yeah, oh. yeah let's, let's. I've got that married guy walk. Everybody knows I'm married. It's yeah. I wear it because it makes her happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I think I think the one of the points I wanted to bring up though was this idea that EDC is not something like you roll out of bed and laid out on your dresser is an itemized list of 15 different things that you need to carry on your person. Yeah, if you're carrying 15 things, first of all, if you're carrying 15 different things on your body, how do you do anything? Um, How do you you move with it? Because I think rule number one, well, that would be (laughs) probably the most comfortable thing. Rule number one of EDC has got to be comfortable. Yeah. If, because if it's not comfortable, you're, you're not, not going to wear it. You're not going to do it. Yeah. You know, that's why I don't wear skinny jeans yeah. from 5'11". Because <laughs> it's not comfortable. If 5'11 wants to pay us, I'm perfectly open. I'm a size that. 34. <laughs> Large shirt. I need a new red shirt. Red well, color. Christmas is coming. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Like let's 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 take a minute to talk about like what a regular day EDC going to the grocery store, going you know doing whatever running errands, right. some basic EDC kind of stuff. So for me, 
like, and, and obviously everybody's situation is going to change a little bit depending on what their needs are. Um, my basic, very basic EDC is always, always my phone, my wallet, mm-hmm. uh, a watch. Uh, I keep, cause I'm super, you know, tactical. I wear my, uh, paracord bracelet. G code baby. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna. No, I was talking about my paracord. Um, but you know, God, there are so many things like the paracord is one of those dumb things that you're like, Oh yeah, no, I'm super tactical. You make fun of people that are like, you, you know, they're always walking around in their, their paracord, you know, they got the, and, and I'm not, I'm not knocking the guys that wear the blue line stuff. Like I, if I see a dude wearing a blue line paracord bracelet, I go, okay, he's a solid dude. I don't have to worry about him, you know? Right. Uh, or at least like, okay, he's, 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 uh, you know, he's, he's on the good guys team, you know? Right. But, uh, <sighs> It's kind of funny though, because you think like it, I don't know if it's just like a, a, a mindset or just a, um, a profile that we make. You know, you see these guys that wear you know cargo pants and boots everywhere, and like you know five eleven shirts and five eleven pants. Got and, the shoot me tuxedo. Yeah, on. yeah. And so I actually then, watch those guys. I don't trust those guys. Those guys kind of well, they yeah they, they make, make me they, they make nervous. Them, they make so themselves over. a big target. Yeah, you know? I stay away from those dudes. <clears throat> and so, <clears throat> you know, my my EDC, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> my EDC does not consist of all that stuff. Um, usually, I'm rolling out of bed, and, you know, and I'm grabbing, like I said, my wallet, my phone, my watch, my my uh, my paracord bracelet. I do wear a blue line paracord bracelet. There's a practical use for it. I mean, there are so many things you can do with a few feet of paracord. Oh yeah, you know. Um, just anything. I mean, you know, I'm not even talking like a tactical, like operator stuff. I'm saying like you're, you're out, you're out from your house and you slip and fall and cut your arm open. You need, you got to make a tourniquet or something. Yeah. You know, I cut that thing open and wrap it up. I would advise that. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we're not medical experts, but but I'm saying if you're in a pinch and you got to do what you got to do to stop. It's better than nothing. nothing. Um, you know, or you got to tie something up or I, any, anything. I mean, I, right. I, it's one of those things I'd rather have and, and not need than need and not have. Right. Kind of like a gun. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Which coincidentally. <laughs> so our next, our next topic on EDC. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So our disclaimer with this, whatever state jurisdiction municipality that you live in, know your laws, follow your laws. If you are a peace officer, you are covered under LEOSA. You also must be compliant with your agency's policy. Whatever you choose to carry, when, where you choose to carry a firearm, I'm talking, you have to be compliant with the laws and your agency's policy. If you are not, that's on you. Dude, yeah, you're wrong. Um, so, yeah. It, hey, what's it like not being... Uh, it, what's it like being naked? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's not it. actually naked. So right now I'm between jobs. I am not covered under Leosa. And I I haven't updated my driver's license yet, which, you know, is probably not. Probably should. Well. It hasn't been 60 days yet. No. Yeah, no. It hasn't been 60 days yet, um, which is this state's. Well, law, and, yeah. but I'm not going to be staying in this yeah. state. Like, well, well, and every state's going to have a little different, but every yeah. state's going to say, like, and, you got to get a license in our state. Yeah, and in order to get a permit to carry in this state, I would need a, a residency. I yeah. need to show residency. And the easiest way to do that. Dude, I told you to get a Florida. 
get a Florida Gary Furman. I should up. talk to well. That's so, uh, our conversation. T- tangent, but you guys that are um, you guys that are listening at home, certain states recognize other states yeah. as carry permits. So, so um, I know, like, uh, if you look at, uh, I think the Dakotas will accept Minnesota, but not vice versa. Um, I think what, Colorado f- won't accept like this state, yeah. Colorado, because I moved to Colorado. Yep. Uh, and then and it was mad because I couldn't conceal. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't conceal. So, yeah. One of the one of the kind of tricks of the trade, if you talk to some of these guys that are um, like civilians that carry all the time, or you know, just are kind of in on the whole carry culture, um, they'll kind of know. At least it used to be. I don't know if this had changed. I've obviously I've been licensed for a few years now, so I haven't had a, a carry permit. But um, Sidebar with that: When you become a police officer, your your badge is your carry permit. You're no yeah, longer you, legally you, obligated yep, yep. to get a carry permit. Um, but that's neither here nor there. But the kind of um, industry secret was that you know you would you would, you get a, a Florida carry permit. Yep. And then, because I think it was Florida that was recognized by the most states. I thought it was Utah. It's either way. Utah or Florida. It's one of do those your own. Two. Do your own and homework. They, do ev- almost every state except the super restrictive states like, yeah, like California and yeah, Illinois. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and they'll do out of state yeah. uh, carry permits too. You should also, just as a sidebar, know your city ordinances as well. If you're not covered under LEOSA, know your city ordinances because a good example is Colorado. I'm no longer in Colorado, so I'll talk about Colorado openly Colorado is a open carry state you don't need a license or a permit to carry to open carry why would you and (laughs) I know right can we we no let me get through my point and then yes I can we will crap all over open carry people um Denver specifically I think Boulder the city of Boulder still has city ordinances that say you cannot carry at all you can't open carry open um, they also have, I don't know how they get away with it. I don't know how they haven't been sued yet, but they also have like assault weapons bans where you can't have an AR-15 in that jurisdiction. Well, and I think most states that, um, the, yeah, side the note, state but, court, the state court's going to trump the municipal uh, yeah, ordinances. That's but, true. And then, you but know, you know, who has, it, that's more probably a question of, has anybody taken it to that level? Who nah, wants to I don't be charged think, with I don't a crime think anybody just wants to, go to through that pay that process. much money. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, let's start my rant on open carry. Okay. Keeping in mind that when you're on duty, on duty is different. You're open carry. So here's my point. <laughs> I agree. But how many people do you know that are not police officers that have a level three retention holster. None. I don't know a single person. Here's what I know. Every single time I've ever seen anybody open carry, they're rocking a, you know, one, one retention point, uh, Serpa holster, the cheap plastic oh, open top things. Serpa holster. It's Dangerous. drives me up the wall and they're not okay. They're not terrible holsters for if you're, if you're, uh, going to the range or if you're, you know, for, say if you're a cop, you got to run into the office and do some office work for a while. You're not going to be taking calls for service and stuff right. like that. That's one thing. Going, I, to, tr- going to training. Um, if you are a civilian who is going to carry, and you're going to carry with an open top, push button, serpa holster, you don't have any business carrying. 
you're more at that point. You're more no. You're more of a threat, a risk. <sighs> I think you're more of a risk than you're worth. And the reason that I say this is because you. I, I, yes, there are people out there that have a lot of training. Civilians yep, have a lot yep, of training. Yep, yep. I'm sure there. I, I'm in fact, I know there. There but are those, civilians out there. That those have civilians more, aren't carrying in serpa holsters. They're not open carry, and they're not carrying in in, in serpa holsters. Right. My issue is this. <laughs> When you, a million when, people. I know. Uh, we're going to get emails. But <laughs> here's my point. You know, and again, this is this is a free country. You do what you want to do. As long as you're compliant with your laws, that's not my business. I'm just giving my opinion. And my opinion is this. If you, A, decide to open carry, you are painting a giant target on your back. Yes. And that is something that we as police officers know. We go to work every day knowing, hey, I got this tool on my belt, but I got to remember this tool can also be used against me. Mm-hmm. And so Absolutely. every single call, every interaction, every single thing you're doing with, with the public, you're knowing, hey, I got this tool here. I got to pay attention to this tool. And that and that comes down to, all right, I'm, I'm interviewing you. I'm going to stand with my gun away from you. Right. Right. Or That's I'm always aware of who's behind me, who's next yeah. to me. Right. But so then how many civilians with – with push-button SERPA holsters, these cheap plastic holsters, have that constant officer safety mindset? No. No. I don't think so anyway. No. So my issue is this. When you're open carrying, A, you are telling the entire world, hey, look at me. Look at me. Everybody look at me. I have a gun. No. Nope. Right? Now, whether or not, whatever your reasoning is for that, whether it's comfort or you're trying to make a statement, whatever you want to do, I don't care. That's not my point. I don't care if you want to go out and open carry because you're trying to bait people into coming up to you and causing a problem. Hey, right. I think you're a terrible person, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Okay. My point is that you're going out there with this gun on your hip and you don't have the tools, the proper retention holster to do that. And you don't have the training, the, the, the expertise to ensure the safety of that, that weapon's going to stay retained in its holster. And now you've got this giant, target on your back by showing everybody i've got this gun come take it all you got to do is push this button pull it out of my holster yeah, and now every, i'm dead you can, you can buy them things at walmart nowadays everybody 20 knows bucks. how to use them 20 bucks so i have a slightly different opinion on that granted i i don't like serpa holsters they're dangerous mm-hmm. it's a great way to shoot yourself in the leg i don't like serpa holsters but i don't like them because they're designed in a way that when you are trying to draw at speed, shoot yourself. In you're, the manip- you're, manip- you're manipulating. Your finger, yeah, yeah, you're utilizing your trigger finger. That is why I don't like Serpa holsters. I tell you, a holster that I don't like even more than that, Uncle Mike's. Oh, the the, the Walmart the, nylon. The, it's not probably not even ni- Uncle Mike's anymore. Some the nylon snap button uh, top. Yeah, yeah, you got to snap snap it for Um, seeing those. Here's the thing. So it, it, with civilians with guns in general, if I see a civilian who's got a firearm on them, whether they're open carrying or trying to conceal carry, if they've got... Yeah, I, I said it correctly. Yeah, I'm, I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Okay. <laughs> uh, if they are are spending money, mm-hmm. not 10, 20 bucks at Walmart, but like money well, on dude, a holster, so, and it's not I a high point, it's a legit... A firearm from yeah. a reputable brand, like you know, whatever Glock, say, yeah, a 1911 that doesn't jam 
every five seconds. Shut your dirty mouth. Because they jam all the time. You shut your dirty mouth. I will fight you. TRPs. Over, I will fight you over 1911s. TRP is the only okay. one I would right. ever... All right. Would, anyway. Would you feel better if I bought a 1911 that was chambered in 9mm so you can feel better about yourself? <laughs> you want to that, get the Will that, that right settle now? the argument? Because I will win. Will that settle anyway. the argument for you? No. Okay. I tell you. Don't, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Nicest gun I ever shot was that 1911 that you put in my hands like 10 years ago. I know. Oh, God. I know. Mm. Anyhow, anyway, so my big thing about open carrying and all that to get back on topic, I can tell that those people have not taken any training and that scares me more than anything else. And can we, can I, can I just make the quick point that I can't speak for Zach, but I am 100% all about, uh, civilians carrying like absolutely I, I support it. um i had when i would I, when rather I, people carry when i went through my training in law enforcement you know one of the most kind of interesting points that was ever made um was somebody had asked about well what about carry permits and i think the kind of thought process in their head was should i be worried about carry permits should i be scared if if i stop a car and the guy's got a carry permit or if i'm walking if i'm doing a foot beat and there's a guy with a gun sticking out of his waistband or you know and you can tell the difference it depends between, if they well, spend money on a holster then you I'm know probably i'm not, not worried, worried about, about right. that guy um and so my thought is and the the, the advice that we got in training was um the guys that have their carry permits are they're they're going to be your best friend. They're going to be the one that's going to stop and help you when you're getting your ass beat on the side of the road. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Um, but so just aside, you know, the, the little sidebar that I'm making here is the guys with carry permits. They're the ones that took the time, spent the money, got the training, did everything the right way. Usually, they they're trying to do the right thing. Yep. Um, they're not the ones that are going to be generally causing problems. Yeah, I'm not worried. And about I think the times that you see much. issues with carry permit holders is not so much that they went out of their way to cause a problem. It's usually just a. It's more of a, a questionable shoot type of situation. Yeah. So the problem with that, I okay. So full disclosure, I am a hundred percent pro Second Amendment. I think an armed society is a polite society. In Fair my so. in my experience limited as it may be i've never really met a responsible gun owner and i say responsible there on purpose i've never met a responsible gun owner who i've ever had a problem with. Oh, i have yeah. had yeah. problems with irresponsible gun owners mm -hmm. and i can get into that oh, yeah. if we have to yeah um but I've never once, I've like, never once a, had a problem. All with the traffic, all the traffic guy. stops that I've done, and this is, it's a weird thing because I don't know about you. I've gotten this question so many times. Hey, I got a carry permit. What do I do when I get pulled over? Do nothing. Don't right. touch it. Right. Don't put and it. And that maybe that's a whole other episode we can do. But I always tell people, I say, you know what? If you're carrying, here's what I like personally as an officer. I pull you over. I walk up. As I walk up, you've got your license and your carry permit in your hand. And that's when the gun is on your hip or somewhere in the vehicle. Yep. Your hands are up on the steering wheel. You hand them to me. I'll usually see that carry permit. It's a very distinct card. Yeah. Yep. Like. And I'll say, all right, cool. Thank you. Are you armed right now? Yes, sir, I am. Okay, do me a favor. Don't reach. Don't move. Don't do anything. Just where's it at? It's on my hip. Okay, cool. Don't reach for it. Won't be any issues. Right. I run back to my car. You don't surprise me. I'm I not going to surprise, surprise you. you. Yep. Yep, and every single one, and I've stopped my fair share of carry permit holders. Oh, yeah. Every single time it goes like that. 
you know. I've uh, never the had one, a problem with the, the one, person. The only one weird. that was kind of weird was the guy actually, he had it in his center console and his insurance and like registration stuff was in there. Mm-hmm. And all he did, I said, cool, man, um, here's what I'm going to request. And it's your request because I don't have probable cause to go in your car. Right. I said, do you mind if you hop out? I just go in, I pull your insurance out, I look at it, we're good. That way, there's no surprises, right. everything's good, we both go our Yeah, that's uh, officer safety, how comfortably, because you can tell the dudes that are giving you bad vibes. Oh, yeah. They're coming They're coming. And they're not the going to be the ones that are saying, hey, but this is where my gun is. they're not going to tell you, right, or right. they're not going to have a permit to carry. Uh, anyway. We just went off on another crazy Friggin' 10-minute rant on um, permit to carry. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so what else do you – so you carry your wallet, your keys. Oh, hold on. I just think we need to wrap up quick. If you're one of those guys that open carries just to make a scene, please stop. stop. Please stop. You're making it harder for you're us. You're making it harder for us to, to do our job. We support the Second Amendment. We do. We don't – like you guys that go out there with your cell phones, shoving them in our face, like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm exercising my Second Amendment right. Cool, bro. I, I, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I'm not, there's no conflict here. Like right. I'm all for it. You're creating conflict where none exists. Right. Oh, I hate those the uh, people on YouTube doing yeah. that crap. Yeah. It's stupid. They do it waiting for someone to call the cops. Yep. Then when the cops show up, they act like it's the end of the world because they're being challenged in their second amendment. Right. It's like, well, no, you're walking no, around, you're, you're walking around a public place. Yeah, you're walking around a public understand. place with an open gun hanging out on your hip and people don't understand that. Yes, that is legal. But now when we get that call, I have to respond. We have to respond. Call. I have no. to go talk to you. We have to have have this awkward interaction with you where I have to tell you not to reach for your gun. I have to get your information. It's awkward for everybody. It's uncomfortable. I don't like doing it. I don't like harassing I, yeah, it's gun a owners. Waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. Just stop doing it. You're not doing anything productive for our society. And that is with me saying I support your right to carry a firearm legally. One hundred percent. Any one hundred percent. All right. Okay. That, is that horse dead yet? I think we kicked it a bunch of extra times. <laughs> what else? So, so you okay, carry. Do you, what about what about related to firearms? Do you carry ammo? Any extra mags? You know, I think I know dudes that do. I don't. I um, do not. My thought process is, I guess I've never, and maybe it's something I need to reevaluate. I have never anticipated getting into a full-on shootout. My thought process is, I carry my gun to protect myself. My family, mm-hmm. my immediate surroundings, mm-hmm. and we're getting out. Yep. Now, obviously, you look at other instances where there's an active shooter. I mean, it, it depends on the details. Sure. If you know, I'm in a situation where there's an active shooter and there's active killing going on, I have an ethical and a legal, a moral obligation. I have to go address this threat. Yep. My problem is that you know most most off-duty carry guns. We're talking, what, six to ten rounds at the most? Yeah. Well, it depends on what you're carrying. I personally carry a Glock 19, so it's the it's a 15-round 9 mil. Oh, uh, 15 plus one? or Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I carry plus one. Yeah, see, I don't, and that comes back to the point that we made before of it has to be comfortable to do it every day. Because yes. prior to me getting... So I now carry a um, MMP Shield 40, mm-hmm. um, and prior to that, I was carrying a full-size Glock, and I hated it. 
yeah, if it's not so comfortable, you're not going to do it. It was so yeah. big. It was uncomfortable. It was impossible to conceal. I was. I would have to wear baggy sweatshirts in the middle of July. Yeah. And it was like, it's it's not practical. You know, and now that, so before I became a police officer, dude, I was 135 pounds. Yeah. Like, I was tiny. Yeah. It's I crazy what your job does, too. Dude, I could, yeah, sitting in a car for the freshman, car for the freshman 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> it's funny too. I got every time, fat, dude. Every time, every time I get a new a new guy on FTL, I tell him, I said, dude, watch out, watch out for the freshman forty. Yep. You, you know, two three years is gonna go by, and you're gonna put on all this weight, and you're gonna wonder where the hell it came from. Yeah. Why? Why is this happening to yeah. me, dude? Like, yep. my my wife asked me today when I was due. I'm like, <laughs> oh my wow. god. Yeah, that was like, damn, straight for the heart. Okay, I see, I see. Twist the knife a little bit. Anyway, there. when I was younger, I used to, when you I was like. 20, you had a Glock 22. I had a Glock 22, yeah, yeah. full size 40. Well, and I I could I could legit conceal that under a t-shirt. Didn't you have that like hard Kydex holster, yeah. like small of back kind of thing? No, like, I never did small of the or back. Or was it just Because I was of, worried that if I ate it and oh, fell on my back, on I'd it. jack yeah. myself up. Yeah, you probably would have. Yeah, that's kind of why I never did that. Um, no, I carry, I still carry outside the waistband at the three o'clock, but now I, you know, I wear a shirt, a tactical or plaid. Yeah. Tactical plaid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what it is. You, you know, know what what's else. Yeah. No. Anyway. I, I don't know what's up. You do. You just don't lie to these people. Uh, they deserve yeah, better I than that. Do. Anyway. Have you ever once seen me wearing <laughs> tactical plaid? No. No. Not even. No. Uh, yeah. uh, not at all. Um, so, um, I guess the the one of the things to, that you're gonna, I guess, have to consider is, you know, do what are my what are my ammunition ability or capacities? Um, do I need to grab an extra mag? I know there are guys that'll carry an extra mag on their on their belt. You know. Yep. Um, I I used to. It's not something that I do, but again, that comes down to comfort. Yeah. If it's not comfortable, I'm not going to do it. It and pinches, yeah. and I'm fat. Extra weight, my pants start sagging, sagging. and I don't want to deal with it. So I can't carry appendix because mm-hmm. I kind of got a gut now, mm-hmm. and so I have to. I'm kind of limited to where I carry, but you know what? I got a sub-second draw doing that. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Anyway, so, but, um, um, all right, so we got ammo down. Yep. What else? Yeah, I don't carry an extra mag. You know what I, I try to carry, and I've been really bad about it lately because I got it ended up getting packed. I carry a little um, keychain pepper spray. Yeah. So I need, I need to do that. So I bought one. For, yeah. I bought one for the old lady, but then I don't carry one for myself. Yeah. So the my line of thought is, I'm if I end up using force. Yeah. It's Probably gonna be non-lethal. You, well, you got nothing. You got nothing between you know empty hand and lethal. Yeah, and know? it sits in my pocket next to my cell phone. Yeah. Granted, cell phones nowadays are getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, which is weird. That's not kind of we're reverting back yeah, to where we started. Yeah, that was strange. So, but a little saber red and in the pocket and no, you don't rock with the freeze anymore. Nah, dude. No. <laughs> oh god, the flashbacks. Flashbacks <laughs> from the freeze plus P. Yeah. Note to self, if um, anybody ever gets pepper sprayed in like a controlled environment, um just it reactivates in the water. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's all be I'm careful say. taking a shower. If you get in the shower, That's maybe maybe wear a pair of shorts. You'll, <laughs> you'll thank me later. 
Nobody told me that. Nobody told time. me that either. Yeah. No, no, somebody did tell me, and I forgot. <laughs> and I suffered. Anyway, um, do you carry a pocket knife on you? Uh, yes, I, I try to. Um, I've been bad lately. My last knife broke, and I haven't replaced it yet. Okay. Um, I am. I'm a big. Uh, obviously, I'm a big Smith and Wesson guy. Um, I carry. You know, my sergeant around. bought me this knife. In my old agency, the supervisors had. Did I open that? Was greasy. Anyway, what is that? It's a, a little shred knife, man. It's nothing special. It's not expensive. It's like I think I looked it up online because I didn't buy it myself. Mm-hmm. So my last agency. Uh, that the, the, this alarm is just set on my watch, and I may or may not not know how to shut it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, what was I? Say? I was talking about. I was talking about. Mm, Whiskey house. Oh, God. A little bit of... Anyway, so at my last agency, we had a tradition yeah. uh, during Christmas, or at Christmas. The sergeants would buy their their shift a knife. And that's... So I've got... I've got a couple knives from a couple of sergeants. Yeah. Um, I had a, the detective sergeant got pushed back out on the road, and... Uh, Christmas came and he bought me this Smith and Wesson like big big blade like stab a stab a knife. It was badass. Captain stab a knife. Yeah, and uh, like three days later. So in my old jurisdiction, if you shot, we had a big deer population in town. It was ridiculous. And so oh, they constantly in my town where I almost hit one in the middle of our downtown. Constantly getting hit by cars. Yeah. yeah, constantly getting hit by cars. So they were suffering, you'd put yeah. them down, right? Yeah. It's a use of force for us. What? Yeah, we'd have to fill out a use of force report for that. <laughs> what a waste shoot a, of time. Shoot a freaking deer, got to do a use of force report What a waste of time yeah. and paperwork. Okay. So it's because we're discharging a firearm within city limits. That's why we had to do it. Uh, so if you, you... No. Yeah, dude. So three days, no. three days after Christmas, somebody... Smokes a deer on the side of the road at like two o'clock in the morning, and I go out there and it's suffering. Did you cut the straps out of it at least, bro? They wouldn't let you. What? No, you had to put it down. Oh, so you just had to waste it. Yeah, he called Department of Wildlife and they're like, oh, "Hey, they come. yeah, they come get it." Oh, at least. But when they're hours. you know forty-five minutes an hour out, yeah, uh, sure or you know it's two o'clock in the morning, and yeah, nobody on, nobody's on. So yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, cut it, yeah, 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 yeah. You cut it up, yeah, yeah, and uh, I had to come on, Sarge. Hey, Sarge, I blood, used the knife. Blood still dripping off of it. Oh. Use the knife, dude. He thought that was the shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, dude, oh, my guys are out there stabbing mother. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's so much for the family friendly podcast. <laughs> uh but um. All right, so I carry a knife off duty. I carry pepper spray off duty. You carry a, a, your fixed blade off duty? No, no. that's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> not within my yeah skill sets. I'm not. You don't have that particular. Set I of don't skills. carry a fixed blade on my uniform. No, I don't. No. Actually, I know some. There are some do, dudes that yeah. do because they're get off my gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and I, that's. I, I looked gotta at do that. What you gotta do I looked in those at that a while ago. I don't know. I think it was just kind of one of those ideas that just kind of I petered out. Do the same thing with a pocket knife. 
Yeah, but these ones, I know the guys that I've seen, they'll carry the fixed blade kind of inside the belt, behind the handgun. Um, or in an My guys were area. doing it, yeah, behind the gun. They were doing it, like, behind your Up mags. Front, yeah. Yeah, which, you know, and but you know what? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fight that guy. I specifically one dude. I love him to death. He carries right. He's left-handed, so his right hand sits and he holds it. Like he, he just rests his hand there. And this one guy comes up and he's like, "Yo, this dude's, you know, badass. He won't, he won't just shoot you. And this guy will knife fight you." And he's just standing there. What? He's an EDP dude. Constant. He's got like PTSD and uh, from being a crackhead. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, not from like. You know, being a hero and serving our country. No, from being no, a crackhead, doing way too much meth. Oh, that'll that'll happen. So, apparently he got his butt kicked by a couple of cops while he was tweaking, tripping balls. Now Note he's got PTSD. <laughs> Note to self, kids. If you uh, do a lot of drugs and fight the police, it's not going to end well for It doesn't you. work, yeah. It does not end well. Even if you win, you lose. You still lose. Everybody loses. Mm-hmm. Just, just so you know, just don't do drugs. We kids. don't actually like fighting people, so we lose too. We all lose. It's a lose lose yeah, situation. It's like a headbutt, nobody wins. <laughs> uh, which I've done in a fight, not on duty when I was younger and stupid. And yeah, wrestling so, in a bar. Wrestling. Anyway, all right, let's try and focus. Here. What else? What? What? Let's all see. Right. What else do people carry? Do you carry? Um, what was I going to ask? Cuffs. Do you carry cuffs off duty? Uh, no. Why not? Because. Loaded question. Because I have an actual answer to this. Uh, I don't because they're heavy and I don't want to be a goober that carries cuffs around. I carry <laughs> when I'm like, if I'm going to training or something. Well, yeah, I'm obviously. In plain, if, I'm in, if I'm working in plain clothes, yeah. yeah, I'll stuff them in like my pocket or something. Sure. Like, yeah, I'm always going to have cuffs on me if I'm working where I'm expected to be taking people into custody. But the fact of the matter is I can be a much better witness than yes. a Perfect. That's what I was going to get at. I, there are sergeants right now listening to this, losing their evident love and minds. Because I don't carry, I never carried cuffs off duty either. Mm-hmm. Um, a, so, what are you losing their minds as far as they're, so they're I, wanting us to yeah, try they, and there are, there are administrators and supervisors out there that actually like you're a police officer 24-7, which is true. <laughs> Which is true. I have yeah, it is, but that, that mindset. But I make a really, yes. So I actually talked to one of my sergeants who's very pro carry cuffs off duty. And I said, why, dude? Why would I want to do that? Who am I going to arrest? Well, what if you shoot somebody? I'm going to do what I do on duty. I would Get hold them at gunpoint. Or do, well, you know, I yeah. would hold them at gunpoint, call for backup. Yeah. Because when you're on duty, it's what you're going to do anyway. You're going to hold them at gunpoint, call for backup. Until you get enough officers there where you can approach safely yep. in a tactical fashion. Because rendering aid, you render aid when it's tactical. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound to do so when it's safe enough to do so. Yeah, no, and I just kind of... It's the my, same I thing. Just ju- I just skipped a couple thing. steps in my yeah, head. Yeah, same thing off duty. And yeah. that's why I don't carry handcuffs because, you know... Yeah. What are and the I odds, look at, A, you know, that I'm going to get to an off-duty officer-involved shooting? Well, and it I, happened, yeah, but... I look at beyond the... Um, the extreme situation of being involved in a shooting. But I, I'm don't. just looking at, I'm looking at like your, your more common type of situation. Like, yeah. Do I witness crimes while I'm off duty? Sure. Sure. Do I call stuff in? I'm sure. Great witness though. Am I, am I I'm making, trained. right. Am I making arrests when I'm off duty? Not really. No. Unless I think you're, unless I think me 
not confronting you is going to cause a, a risk more harm than good. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to I'm going to make a note of what you're wearing, what you look like, uh, the details of the crime that I just watched you commit, what vehicle you're in, where you're going, and I'm just yep. going to call and, and say. The, hey, this the best is- part about that is, is because I normally ask those questions. Yeah. I know exactly what information to give. Yeah. Like my, because as a police officer, because you ask those questions all the time, you should know, like, hey, this is the information I need. Yeah. If I respond to that scene on duty, yeah. I'm probably, you're you're probably going to be my main witness. Everybody else is like, yeah, okay, thank you. For, okay, thank you for your time. You know, have a nice day. And then it's going to be like, hey, bro, what? so what yeah, actually what, happened? Yeah, what, what you know, you I don't care. There, there are agencies out there that have policies that require it. If that's, yeah, I've heard of it. I think it's stupid, but I've heard of it. If that's the case, carry freaking cuffs, okay. No, um, I'm not, I'm not affecting arrest off duty unless no, I have to. I'm, no, I might, no, it, it depends on the situation. If a dude wants to fight with me over uh, some kind of a nonviolent misdemeanor, go. I, I don't, I don't care. Right. I'm not getting into a tussle by myself without my uh, tools Right. Uh, off duty just over, over like a yeah. nonviolent. I'm not putting myself in those situations right. anyway. Right. So I'll sit back. And, if I watch you walk into a store and stick a, a pop bottle in your coat, <laughs> you know, you confront that person and they end up freaking trying to shoot you. Right. And now you're in an officer involved over, over a, a over a $2 bottle of, of pop. Yeah. Shit. Like, and, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not taking the responsibility off of me to act. I'm still going to act, but it's, it's, I'm going to make a phone call and say, Hey, I watched this, you know, here's the guy, this is where he went. Um, you know, I witnessed it. There's, you know, probable cause to cite him for shoplifting or right. whatever, you know, right. uh, that's fine. But you just, you got to pick your battles. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Especially so when, I don't like, carry, I don't carry. And I don't know about, duty. you know, I know your last agency, you weren't unionized, but did you guys have any kind of a legal defense yes. plan? Okay. Yes. So ours will not cover off-duty. Really? Yep. And so now I've got to weigh the options as far as, like, uh, am I, is it worth it for me to risk getting into a uh, critical incident over this? And not have any legal Not having any legal protection. Having to pay for it out of pocket, thousands of dollars, dude, you should look into that. Well, a lot of guys do, and gals, do, um, I know the the FOP does legal type of deal, but some some people choose to do that. Uh, I have not done it yet. I I probably should. Get on it, man. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's talk about phones, because phones are one of those things that everybody has a phone. And nobody knows how to use them. Like, kind of from the, I don't want to say from the tactical mindset, but a phone A is a great tool for communication, obviously. Stupid, right. redundant point. But they're good for collecting evidence. Yep. Um, but the thing you got to remember, too, is if, if you're a cop and you're listening to this, think about the most critical incident that you've ever responded to and where your head was at. Because I think about, like, severe critical incidents and my head is in uh, going a million miles an hour. Right. It's hard to process that information. So the best thing that I can have as a responding officer is a great witness who's there 
giving me details and say, telling me what is going on. How many, how many bad guys are there? What are they wearing? What are they doing? Where are they going? What, you know, are they actively, are they engaging in active aggression? Are they shooting? Are they fighting? What is going on? Now, the next thing I want to know, um, that you're, you know, that you, the information you can relay with your phone who are you? What are you wearing? What actions are you taking? Because I want to know where if you're if you're a good guy, where are you? Because I don't want to accidentally if you're if you're say if you're an off duty officer, I don't want to accidentally shoot you, right? You know, I don't want to charge in and see a guy with his gun up, and I go, oh oh shit, there's the bad guy, and now I just yeah, shot my partner. It's a blue on blue. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's that's every, that's at least mine. That's my worst nightmare. So I want to know, like, hey, if you're say you're by yourself and and some shit pops off, uh, I hope to God you're calling and saying, "This is who I am. This is what I'm wearing. This is where I'm going." Right. And then and then the hope is that that information is going to get relayed. Yeah, that's that, time that you ever play telephone? Well, well, you were a dispatcher okay. at one time. Well, and the problem is, you know, too. God, God bless our dispatchers. They do the best. They do the best they can with with the cards that they're dealt. But um, have you ever seen the um, the de- any of the like the debriefs from Sandy Hook? Mm-mm. Oh, the communicate. It's it, from Where my understanding because that would be very interesting. I would from... look online for it's from the dispatchers type of thing. Um, I would look online. My understanding is that they had some communication issues. I don't think I don't think any of it was the fault of the dispatchers by any means, but I do think there were some challenges that were presented regarding communications. I don't know the details, so I don't want to go into that too much. Okay. But I do know that when you have a, a, a large-scale mass casualty incident, communications tend to break down. Yeah. Um, and then look and at well, look at look at nine eleven. We learned that on nine eleven, like our entire nationwide, our, our, our you know our, our radio system was changed because of nine eleven. Yeah, we had we had um, you know officers and firefighters running into buildings couldn't talk to each other. Oh yeah, so that's a problem. That's now. a problem. You know, um, so uh, it's critical, at least in my mindset. Again, not an expert in anything. But it's critical to me, if I'm responding to this call, I want to know where are the good guys at, what are they wearing, and where where are they going to be in the building? You know? Yep. I don't know. Maybe it's something I've overthought. But so then kind of the sidebar with that, though, have you had this conversation with your wife on, like, okay, we're going to the movies. If this, then what? You know? That, that kind of conversation. If so we may have gone a little overboard on it. Um, I have like a safe word and everything. Like, Jeez. hey, if I a say safe word, that... banana. <laughs> okay, love you. <laughs> <laughs> safe word is banana. I love you. Anyway, um, side note. We have, if I say a specific phrase, she grabs kid. She's either behind me mm-hmm. and calling 911. Or she's behind me and waiting for me to say something else. Or she's walking out the door with my kid and I'm just there. So, but with that, the only time I'm saying that safe word is, I don't know, if this has ever happened to you where you've arrested somebody and they see you. You're out in public. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's Officer Zach. I remember you. Yeah. You're off duty now. You can't do nothing to me. 
<laughs> think again. Oh, well, and my issue is, is Jesus Christ, you know, my family's with my me family. now, and yeah. freaking yeah. this guy wants to have a dick measuring contest in the middle of in the middle of the grocery Walmart. store. Yep. It's like, yep. <sighs> so, and this is maybe this is something that I need to talk to with you know my uh, my significant other because what ends up happening, especially being as we're in a, a smaller town. My situational awareness is generally when we're out, it's it's a lot higher. Yeah. So absolutely. I see I see that situation coming before it happens. I almost like nine times out of ten, it's very rare that I just pop around a corner and there's Joe Dirtbag. Yeah, I you're like, week. oh, we gotta go it's, this way. It's yeah. it's we're walking down the aisles and I'm kind of scanning and I'm seeing you know who's where and what's going on and it's just it's I think it's kind of subconscious at this point. Um, so it's very rare that that just happens out of the blue. Generally what happens is we'll be in the back, you know, in the grocery store picking out something and out of the corner of my eye, I'll see Joe Dirtbag that I arrested last week or the week before that. And usually it's, and maybe, maybe I, we need, I need to do a better job of articulating this with her. Cause usually what it is is I grab her probably by the arm and I'm like, just Let's go. You know, yeah. it's not anything like mean or anything. And, and it's kind of gotten to the point now where she knows, yep. you know, if I'm throwing stuff, not throwing stuff, but I'm just kind of grabbing her like, let's go. Yeah. We got to go right you now. Know, she knows. Um, and it's gotten to the point now where like the last few times it's happened, like we'll get, do whatever we're doing. And then she'll be like, all right, who was it this time? You know, right? Oh, well, I got a story for you as we drive home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then regale her with your heroics from oh, a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Saw drunk, arrested, same. End of report. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, what's your policy in an active shooter or active? Sorry, that's a that's a bad word. Now you can't say active shooter. It's got to be an active killer. Yeah, I don't know. The world is. We're not, I'm not, let's, I'm not even going down that road. Uh, is policy as far as what, like just What's your, what's your, so. We're just, we're, we're kind of on the world. So let's say you go to your local mall and in the distance you start hearing gunshots. Honestly, I don't know if we have like a specific policy that says like you know you shall do this. I, no, I mean like for you oh. off duty. Oh, like just what's with your? Our, oh, my personal. Okay, yeah. I thought you meant the agency. So my personal thing is you know, and we've this is a conversation that we've had is you know uh, we're and I don't know if she does it so much as like with me doing it, but um, you know we're always kind of watching what the where the exits are and all that. And that's mm-hmm. again something Good. just for me. Situationally, um, where, and so in that situation, you know, she's out the door, calling nine one one, giving my description, and then I'm kind of gauging on what the situation is. Um, there's an active shooter coming from the very far side of a mall. Uh, am I going to be able to get there in time? You know, I, I don't know. It's, it depends. It depends. Yeah. Am I going to be confused for the shooter? If I'm running across the, the, the commons or the hallways of a large mall and there's shooting going on, is some, you know, is is uh, Joe Carey permit going to see me running, maybe not see my badge, 
right? all of a sudden because draw down your badge on me. Is only this it's, big, it's a you know, you know it's a little badge, and usually it's on my belt or something like that. I'm not gonna be you know waving it around in my hand, going, "Yo, police, don't shoot me!" Like, yeah. you know, especially if it's an active shooter, I don't want to be screaming to the guy, "Hey, I'm coming, shoot me!" While I'm while I'm coming right. to shoot you. So I have basically just it's a, a fact that I have accepted that if I am close enough to engage, yeah, and it's been a minute or two or four or five. Well, most of these things, and we're finding, we're finding these things aren't running this long anyway. Well, no, they're not. And generally, active shooters or active killers, I guess, um, tend to duck behind pillars and blow their mm-hmm. faces off. Anyway, Dude, and at the at the challenge. at the but least bit of resistance, at the least bit, and of it's resistance. crazy That's because people true people aren't. It's like people don't know this, and so, and I don't know if people don't know it or if it's just that fight or flight takes over, but. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God, do something. Throw something at him. Charge him. Right. Tackle him. Do something. Yeah. Like, if so, you're going to die. Run, hide, fight, right? If you're um, just going to die, like just stand there and get shot, do something. Okay. Again, not not an expert, not my, you know, no. not the well, official the, uh, opinion of what, anyone. The but Department of Homeland Security was it that came out with run, hide, fight? Yeah, something like Kinda that. Kind of Run, down. fight, hide, or. Run, hide, or fight. Yeah, run is your first instinct. Yeah, if you can get if out. If you can escape, escape. Yeah. Don't be a hero. If you can't hide, get out, hide, yeah, hide. Kind of barricade or something like that. If yeah. you have to, comes down to it, fight. And that goes into mindset, and we can, yeah. maybe someday we'll That's have That's another a, episode, I think. But the fact of the that, matter yeah. is, though, is that they're, they're finding that so many of these cowards will, at the second they meet resistance, are just... Blowing yep. their brains out, yep, yep, and yep. ending it themselves. I, uh, the way like my wife and I have talked about it. Now I have a kid and everything. If I am on the other side of the mall or on the other side of this property, I'm probably going to exit with my wife, mm-hmm. um, because I'm going to get there at the same time the police are going to get there, and I don't want to be. My fat ass running all the way across yeah. the mall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you can't. Yeah. Then you can't draw down because you're. <gasps> Aim it, minute oh, man. Honey, <laughs> yeah, my right. inhaler. Yeah. yeah. Um, if it's close enough, I'm gonna send my wife into the nearest store or somewhere where she can hide yeah. my kid, and I'll engage directly. I know that it, it's just I've just come to terms with it because I know that if the cops come in behind me. Please come in behind me. Even if I'm wearing, you know, an old uh, dog tags chain necklace with my badge hanging from it, which isn't how I carry I actually carry on my belt, too. Yeah. Um, they can't see that from the back. No. And it's not like I'm wearing a shirt that says, hey, I'm the police. Yeah. I try to not be identifiable off-duty. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to get shot by the cops. I, I, I think it depends. It depends on the I think it depends. Though. If you if you can if you can um, address the shooter before the police are there. I mean, I think, and again, that comes down to like, okay, do you hold them at gunpoint? Do you do you reholster? Well, that's the question that you got to deal with because yeah. like, do I want to get shot because you know an officer because and 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 I, I gotta say I don't know like going being from the responding officer's perspective that's a difficult that's a tough decision to make yeah because you're I've, running in you know I just come to the conclusion I'm probably gonna get shot well is so, that something I'm good with 
to stop an active killer from killing innocent people? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but does the answer have to be a blue on blue? Well, no, I'd hope not. Right. You know, and I'd hope that if I'm in my own agent uh, jurisdiction, so maybe that that happens, means my guys maybe, are going to so recognize maybe that means me if you're like, hey, Zach, what's going on? But if I'm in, you know, the metropolitan area but maybe down so, the road. Maybe so that means if you're engaging in them, and maybe instead of holding them there, then maybe you do have to reholster just so you know that you're not going to get shot. So maybe that means engaging, you know, kick kick the gun away or do whatever and then you know right. and yeah you're exposing yourself to more risk but i guess in my perspective is i'd rather expose myself to i'm that good with risk that, yeah than get shot i'm good with that. that i just i understand and I, so when i talk to people who have concealed carry permits yeah and we start talking about they ask me that and i'm like well, you know yeah. you, you get there if i get there i don't know who's the bad guy and, and if i get guy, there and you're you're standing over a dude with whoever, your guard down yeah. on him that's with the limited information that I'm going to have, that's the decision that I have to make. Yep. Any officer is going to do and people, the same And people get all offended yeah. by that. Well, what would you do if you're in my shoes? I'm not going to challenge. Okay, so let me back that up. If they're actively, if a good guy is actively, if a permit to carry holder is actively engaging a person killing people. I am not, once I get on scene in a non-duty situation, I'm probably not going to spend the time to go, huh, is that a good guy or a bad guy? Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, well, uh, as the- soon as that happens, as soon as something, any critical incident like that happens, every Tom, Dick, and Harry is going to call 911 and crash the system. Right. Um, so I'm not going to know. I, it's not. It's but I think that's why it's critical that, is that detail. That detailed information is critical as early as possible. Yes, you know that phone call from so, the wife saying, "My husband is an off-duty police officer. He's going to, uh, in, he's engaging the shooter. This is what he's wearing. Please don't shoot him." Yes, you know. So in the event, and I need to, I need to get my credentials. We're also getting like way too. Yeah, we are now. Um, I need to get my credentials in order so that I can get one of those beanies I was talking to you about. Yeah. There is a company out there, and I don't recall what their name is. I'm sure you guys probably know about them. They they you probably uh, Google it. Yeah, you Google it. They have little beanies that are reversible that you can wear that identifies you as a police officer. That is reversible. You can wear it, and it you know it's blank on the other side. They only sell to uh, law, enforcement. law enforcement by verifying credentials. Yeah. Period. And they've they had to put a post out there that said, you know, stop getting butt hurt just because you want this as a novelty. It's not a novelty thing. This thing will save lives of officers in either an undercover capacity or an off duty capacity. Right. So, but it, I think I think we beat that horse to death now too. The whole active shooter thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about um, what about vehicle? Now, I know there's a difference between, you know, your actual everyday carry and your vehicle carry. Um, I don't know. Well, it's not kind of um, vehicle carry, but what do you keep? Like, what's in your car or your vehicle right now? So, label me crazy. I actually keep oh, a get-home bag in no. my car. I do, too. Um, it's not – I don't think it's a crazy thing, especially, like, you know, we live in a region of the country where – it's not unheard of to be uh, in the middle of a weather situation where you're, 
You could be stuck on the side of the road for a day Oh, absolutely. So. so I carry in my little get-home bag, I carry extra clothes. Mm-hmm. 100%, absolutely. I carry extra clothes. I also, for you law enforcement officers out there, I carried an extra set of clothes to work. Yep. And I would change those out. I'd bring a new set in beginning of my week, and I'd change that out at the end of the week, at the end of my rotation. So I did this because if I ever came across like a uh, hazardous material spill. Oh, you're talking like uniforms. I carried, well, so if I get nasty on my uniform, mm-hmm. I had an extra uniform in my locker, yeah. If I got to an officer-involved shooting, yeah, they're, they're, taking, they're taking my stuff. They're taking my uniform, too. Yeah. Not a whole lot of people know that. They'll take your uniform, too. Yeah. So you have to, you really should have. An extra set of clothes. You know, unless you live, like, in town. Like, I, I live in the town that I work in. So, I mean, you know, if uh, well, so, my buddy's got to run to the house and grab me his change of clothes or something. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that, yeah, that's that. not a big deal. Um, but if you're in, like, a critical incident where you're in an OIS or you're in, like, a hazardous material spill and you get it on you, they're not going to, A, they're not going to let you take that stuff home. Oh, dude. B, you're not going to want to take that stuff home. Dude. You haven't, have you haven't lived until you've stripped down in the garage and had to do the quick shuffle into the house. <laughs> right. Throw your dirty clothes in the nasty. washer and yeah, shower nasty. for a so, half hour before you get in bed. Right, yeah. or boiling hot water. Yeah. So I, I carry an extra clothes, extra pair of socks. Carry an extra pair of socks anyway. Get really hot. Man, Colorado, especially in my neck of the woods, we're going to yeah. get 105 degrees on a, a normal day Yeah. Uh, in the day shift in the summer. Yeah. Uh, carrying an extra set of socks, friggin' lifesaver. Yeah. Or an extra undershirt, it's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, god. So, yeah. um, um, so like my like, my vehicle, um, I've got some version of a get home bag. It's not, you know, when you say it like that, it makes you sound all you know, Pepper. doomsday preppers yeah. and paranoid and creepy and stuff. But I mean, you know, I mine's more of a. Um, Hey, we're in, you know, rural America where the weather has been known to yep. get very bad at times. Um, I travel sometimes for work, you know, you go across yep. the state for training and whatnot. Sure. I want to know if I get stuck on the side of the road, I can make it for a day or two. Yeah. Um, if something happens, there's a natural disaster, emergency, anything like that, I can get home. Extra food. I've got, I've got a couple. Extra water. I've got some MREs in there. I've Extra got clothes. Some, I've got some protein bars, some yep. water, change of clothes. Um, I've got a heat source. I was just going to, yep. I've got um, the stuff to build a, like a small fire, if that's Sure. It's not, yeah. You know, it's, that seems a little excessive, today. but, you know, I've, I being in the public safety sector, I have seen situations where the weather has been so bad that we, we, we can't get to you. In I you're was gonna just going to say, you're going to have to rough it. region for, of the U.S., it is very easy. Yeah, you're going to gonna have to tough it out for a few in the hours. woods and get yeah. lost. Because it's not just, you know, I don't take it just when I'm going to work. Yeah. I'll go, man, I might I might go up to the country and go yeah. for a hike. Take a wrong turn, next thing you know, you're... I'm spending the night out in the woods. spending the night out in the woods, and I'd rather yeah. have a change of clothes and a tarp and... Yep. So, yeah, absolutely, and I'll bring that stuff with, um, because it's got, again, it's got extra food, extra water, extra socks, extra underwear, 
Um, but uh, it's it's you know it's also got a heat source, a way that I can pu- procure water yeah. and make it drinkable. Yeah. Uh, procure food. Do you carry a truck gun? It's classified. <laughs> so I don't. No, I um, carry a gun on me. I, I'm working I don't on that. See a situation where I'd be able yeah. to return to You're my vehicle. Like a long gun. Yeah. Yeah. No. My problem is that I don't have a way to effectively secure it. I'm not comfortable with just leaving it. Nobody. So nobody should be comfortable with just leaving their yeah. gun unsecured in their vehicle. Right. You know, because that's that's a rock through the window. And, uh, yeah, there's, and there's it happens, and it happens yeah. to everybody. Even in even in small towns where everybody yeah. knows everybody. Guess yeah. what? Criminals go to those neighborhoods mm-hmm. specifically to prey on them because they know nobody knows them. Also, if you're if you're a cop that carries a loose gun in their car, like you don't have a gun mount or something in your car, stop. Right. Like, just so yeah, if you want to go for go for a drive, and you want to throw your rifle in there because you're going to check out the deer stand or something, cool. I whatever that's, well, that's okay. That's but if you're leaving your vehicle with that firearm yeah. in your vehicle and you're running into the mall or to the stop and rob somewhere or to whatever, and you're leaving your vehicle for more than two seconds, it needs to be secured in your vehicle. Because the last thing I need while I'm on duty is your vehicle getting broken into. And then your somebody weapon, steals your weapon. Your weapon. Gets used against me. And then, yeah, I end up taking one to the face yeah. because you couldn't be either bothered responsible enough or bothered to take it inside. be responsible enough yeah. to lock your stuff up. Yeah. No, so that's, that's, that's... I get pretty passionate. Mind. I don't know if you noticed this. Yeah. Kind of, I get kind of passionate about guns. Gun safety? Oh my gosh. Yeah. What's the guys that so, are unsafe that blow up for the rest of us, you know? Well, yeah. It gives them, it gives them, uh, it gives it, the other side, gives, the anti gun yeah, side, the fuel that they're looking av- for exactly. to yep, make that's it harder for us for. to be law abiding citizens. Yep. It only <sighs> takes one idiot. Yep. So, um, what about, um, so, all right, so we talked about, you know, your, your passion for open carry. Yes. <laughs> um, what kind of holster do you rock? I'm rocking a Bravo concealment Kydex holster. So inside the waistband? I No, I, it's not comfortable for me inside the waistband. Oh, um, you got one of those bony skinny guy hips. I do. Yeah. No. So, so you're I rocking do, what? I like carry loose, loose shirt outside. Yeah. Around it. Yep, yep, yep. So I carry uh, at the three o'clock, and I carry. So I carry so like right on the hip, sticking right, out. Right, right on the hip. Yeah. I tuck my inner shirt in, and then I have a button down unto unbuttoned. So I generally throw over it. And I don't I guard do, that. I don't go with that layout very often. When I do, I actually carry it about the two o'clock. But I'm a bigger guy. So I pull it forward right just a little bit, not all the way up, but right just here. so it's around the, okay. the kind of the peak of my head. where your pocket is. Almost. And I feel like it kind of profiles a little bit less. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, it's not, but you're I'll carrying your shield as well, though. You carry a Smith and Wesson shield. But I'm if carrying I'm, Glock 19. If I'm outer carrying, I'm usually carrying like a Glock 23. 
Yeah. Um, so in the winter time or fall yeah. or spring, when it's I'm not wearing, common. It's not a common situation. Yeah. Right? When I can wear a hoodie or something, yeah, I way easier to conceal with that. Yeah. Um. So I actually have, uh, I think it's Tagua. It's just a it's a basic leather holster. Yeah, I've seen inside it. the waistband. Um, I love it. I really do. It's comfortable. Yeah. Um, it's that's really as long as it's comfortable and it retains and it well. Retains, it does retain really well. Here's my only issue with it is reholstering. Yeah, I once saw you pull that, that earlier once you pull today. that gun out, it uh, there's really no getting. Well, it it's back. leather, right? Yep. And leather, so, it, so leather will it just squishes back together, which is no why I stopped. So I used to carry like an FBI style four o'clock canted fbi camp forward snap, snap. yeah i damn near shot myself yeah um because i was reholstering and the leather got in there and it started pressing and i caught it yeah. thank god and i never i never went to 40 cal through my butt cheek that's no bueno man that's just no that's, fun that's a, that's a bad day that's a really bad day so i stopped doing that i stopped i think i still have that holster too and it's in the bottom of a a gear tote that tote, yeah. every, every cop has that the, if you spend more than of, a day on duty. The tote of that. forgotten gear that you've never used <laughs> in the yeah. last five years. Yeah. No, we've got I'm looking at mine right now. It's literally in the room. <laughs> but oh. you know what the fun thing is though is you collect this kind of gear over time. And then when the new guys come in and they're missing, oh, oh yeah. hey man, you need yeah. Uh, yeah. new. I, oh man, uh, I never got a, holder, I never yeah. got a flashlight holster. Oh, step into my office. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you get to be the that awesome new coworker who lets them borrow dude, all their stuff. This dude just gave me, yeah, man. You just gave me a handcuff oh, holster. Kyle just gave me handcuffs. Yeah, yeah dude. Well, I've yeah. got like twelve freaking yeah, sets of some Smith and Wesson peerless yeah. handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, oh, I just, I just borrowed out a um, uh, IWB holster to one of my partners. There you go. So he didn't, didn't have one, you know. Um, but I think that's that's important. You know, we all we're all on the same team. We gotta look out for each you other. Gotta help you each know? other out. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, in the sense that you know we help each other out with sharing gear and whatnot. I don't want that to be misconstrued. Misconstrued. If you break the law, you're going down like anybody else. Oh, yeah. Just wanted to throw that little disclaimer in there. Yes, I had no time. I know. I got no time for the news right now. I got no time for crooked cops. And no, not even a little bit. I have just enough time for them to investigate and Charge file crimes. charges. Yep. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing makes me more mad than a crooked cop. Oh yeah. Uh, no, nobody hates bad cops more than good cops. Oh no, kidding. So what about uh, what about your wife? What is she EDC? Other than my bags. kids, yeah, <laughs> she carries my kids. She yeah. carries, so she's she not carry him on the she carry him on the right hip. <laughs> <laughs> Quick draw, yeah. Um, she's not into the whole. She's not into the whole carrying carrying anything and stuff like that. Like I've tried, dude. I can't even get her to put the flip flops away. Really, I I flip flops are not a shoe you leave the house with. Yeah, Kyle, I've seen it. <laughs> it's just not because I can't run. I can't run either towards anything or I can't run to do anything. I can't so, run with them. So, I can't run in general, first of all. Fair enough. Second of all, I don't know what kind of childhood you had, but 
I spent years of training for this one moment, running around out on the farm on gravel and rocks and thistles. And if I got to run, man, I'm going to kick those shoes off and And I'm running barefoot. I have the girliest, most softest, sensitive feet in the world. I can't do that. So I wear real real people's shoes. I don't go out in my flip-flops very often. It may have been flip-flops done. Flip-flops are not a shoe. It may have be been done in the past, but it's not my everyday last shoe. Last week. My everyday anyway, shoe, shut To up. the dump. Right. <laughs> to the brush pile. My everyday shoe is like, usually it's just like a pair of sneakers. Nothing wrong with that. No. Um, I can't get her to put down the damn Crocs either. Ugh. 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 Anyway, um, mine, mine, you know, she's got pepper spray. She's got, you know, some self-defense stuff. I I think we're making progress in the whole mindset area. Um, Because I think, you know, before we got together, and and I I almost feel guilty for this, she lived in a very innocent world. Yeah. And it was now, I don't think it was ever a consideration for her. And, And maybe that's my fault for... Good, bad, or otherwise, well, just showing her, hey, the world's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's not rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. But I think, so, I think that law enforcement needs to realize, though, that for the most part it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that kind of gets sucked with, into, yep. yeah. Well, and we spend 90%, exactly. 90% of our time dealing with 10% of the population. Right. And that so, skews it for my us. My wife, um, I had her... I've got her to carry pepper spray in her purse. Yeah. Now all I got to do is get her to carry a friggin' purse. Oh. <laughs> that's, yeah, drives me crazy. Mine carries a purse. That's that's not an issue. She'll carry a purse. She doesn't carry a purse. Sometimes I think she she's carries. got a purse for each day of the week. But <sighs> My wife is very anti- I can't even, man, I, she barely carries her friggin' wallet. I walk around, I'll be like out in the yard doing something, and I'll text her, hey, come out here, I gotta show you something. Or, it was for, you know, what do you want for supper? Something like that, which I don't know why I even ask my wife what she wants to eat. Because it's always the same thing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Weird. Um, and it's, it's. Is she I, been talking to mine? Or? <laughs> right. They've got a, their own little Facebook page. It's like they have ESPN or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even know why I text my wife. She never responds. It's because her phone sits in the same place on the counter. Next to her wallet. Next, yeah, next to her purse <laughs> and wallet and pepper spray. And it's on silent. I could be dying. Yeah. And she wouldn't answer. You know those memes that you see on Facebook? You get a million dollars if you call the one person you call and they don't pick up. Yeah. My wife. Yeah. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. No, it's the opposite with mine. Is I'm, you can't I'm, get her to put the phone down. Yeah. Like, well, and I'm, she's I texted you like 17 times. I don't like getting phone calls. <laughs> and so she call, she's a caller. She's less of a texter. And so I don't like getting phone calls. And so she'll, she'll always call me and I'm always in the middle of something. And it's like, it used for a while there. I swear to God, it was only when I was doing dishes. So like soapy, wet hands. And like, I'm trying to wash dishes and all of a sudden phone rings. I'm like, come on. <laughs> 
And of course, my like you know anxiety would be going through the roof, and I'm like, well, I gotta answer it. What if it's important? So I'm trying to wash all the soap off my hands. And yeah, right. Quick, and hey, you never, you're never able like... to do it in time. And then it's yeah, it's what are you doing? Uh, washing dishes. What do you need? Nothing. Just want to say hi. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I was watching, right? No, it's what are you it's, doing? Just jacking yeah, it. Yeah. Family friendly. Archer reference. <laughs> Do you want to get ants? (laughs) This is how we get ants. All right. Anyway. Um, I think we've rambled. My wife would appreciate that. The Archer reference. The Archer reference. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've rambled pretty sufficiently here. I think, yeah, an hour and 15, 16 minutes, minutes, depending on how badly we butcher this editing <laughs> process. Yeah. Um, Assuming I don't actually delete the whole audio oh file. Oh my God. I, I again, would punch I would you die. in the so mad. nipple. Like just don't punch me in the nipple. <laughs> I will hit you in All the right. leg. All right. <laughs> All right. So Most not anyway. aggressive <laughs> tickle fight you've ever been in. That escalated very quickly. <laughs> so beside that, um, this is kind of, yeah, this is our take on everyday carry. Uh, like, like we kind of gave you guys in the disclaimer, we're not experts on this. This is just what we do. You know, it's stuff that we, we kind of do every day. Um, yeah. Our experiences. So here's the thing. If you guys have something else that maybe yeah, what do you, we what forget, do you, what do you guys What do you guys carry? carry? You know, we um, want to know. Civilian, citizen, army dude, dudette, cops. Yeah. Cops, Troopers, firefighters, firefighters, what do you guys carry? I want to hear. I want to hear from other public safety fields. What do you guys carry with your mindset being a little different from ours? Because yeah. our mindset is always we're always we're, looking at the negative, the acts of other people. You guys are looking more so at you know rescue and helping health wise, sure. or maybe what you guys have to offer in the realm of I may know, start first carrying. aid. Maybe that's something that we need to look at. Carrying, yeah, you know, and maybe what we talked about, you know, knives or self defense stuff like that. Maybe that's something you guys need to look. Yeah, how at. many how many people have you ever come up and be like, hey, what's your EDC? Do you carry a less lethal option? And I'm not talking about a freaking monadnock side handle yeah, baton. No. You don't yeah. carry that crap off duty, no. even the collapsible ones. Yeah. Um, do you carry you carry like a pen? Do you carry a pen off duty? Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, and do you carry that kind of stuff? I'm so um, mad at that too. Jason Bourne, freaking! I can never find a pen. Oh yeah, for a long time there, I was carrying a, a black sharpie around. Yeah, I don't. I think it was when we were moving to a different state, though. I was carrying a black sharpie because I could never find my sharpie. Right, not your, on your boxes. Yeah. yeah, You know what? I I specifically do not carry a tourniquet off duty on Why my is person. That? No, oh, on your person. On yeah, my person. Okay. Now, in my car. There's one in my vehicle. I think there's like three of them in my yeah, vehicle. There's at least one. I don't know. Because I'm more likely to drive up to right, on a, situation, a car, yeah, accident a car accident than like that, yeah. I am to yeah. walk up to a car accident. Yeah. So, I've got like, yeah, I've got there. Now, I've got cat tourniquets stashed friggin' everywhere. Just not on my body. Yeah. And my EDC is different. Off duty than on duty. Well, I and think about that too. Like on duty, on how duty. when I'm on duty, I bet you I have. Oh, I've got one tourniquet on my person at I've the got, very least. At the very least, um, I've got oh, one, two. I bet you there's three in my vehicle. Uh huh. Oh yeah. There's at least three in my vehicle. Um, 
and it's just weird though, because like, what else do you carry? Three flashlights, you know? I do actually carry three and, flashlights. And yeah, but, yeah. Well, and I mean, it's, but it's that's because I the, learned that last. Well, the name the name of the game is redundancy, and I get that. Sure. You, know, you never want to be without a flashlight when you need one. Yeah, I don't. I don't carry flashlight off duty either. No, I don't. Well, yeah, technically, I do. I have a cell phone that right. has a flashlight. Right. Well, so. and think about that. Other other tools that your cell phone can be. I mean, you've got you. It's more than just calling. I mean, you're t- you can take pictures. You can take you notes. Can take notes. You GPS. Can, GPS. Grid coordinate. There are apples that will give you your exact grid coordinates and you don't think that's a big deal until you're until out in the you, middle of nowhere yeah, and you have no idea where you're tracking that deer and now you're lost now all of a sudden you're lost you can't find the main road it's starting to get cold and you haven't eaten and you're scared and i think my biggest tool that i carry off duty that has saved me the most and been the most useful has been my phone. Yeah. Oh yeah. My cell phone. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just think about, do you have the, do you have that compass app? Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. every iPhone comes has with, with it. Okay. The, the compass app. Yeah. I also have, but how many people these days, how many of you guys can read a compass? I'm not talking like, Oh, ooh, this way is North. I'm talking basic, like basic land, basic nav. mapping and land navigation. Yeah. So there's, there's a, there's a YouTube guy out there, John Lovell. Okay. I'll plug him. I, I absolutely 100% love what he's doing. You're welcome for the free plug. Yeah, dude. Hook me up with some, you know, Warrior Poet Society merch. Anyway, he does a great video on intro to, like, Land Nav. Okay. So if you want to know how to use your compass yeah. on your phone or that thing that you got at, like, Bass Pro Shop that looked cool and you spent 20 bucks on it or 40 yeah. bucks on it. Go to that guy. Go to that guy and, and he will. He's an old 75th Ranger Regiment guy. I, I love him. He's he's awesome and I follow I follow his works, his philosophy. So okay. Yeah. Um yeah, I think we're done. I think this horse has been kicked enough times. I I don't know, man. So what else do you carry for EDC? <laughs> What's your grandma carry for EDC? Uh, her jitterbug. <laughs> Those are still a thing. It's a jitterbug. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, it, know, there's another demonetized. Bug. Yeah, we're done. Um, and we're done. <laughs> sued. Uh, so if anybody is a lawyer and wants to give us free legal counsel, that would also be appreciated. <laughs> no, seriously though, guys, um, I think we're about done with this one. We've covered all that we can. Obviously, there's I think much so. more, much more that can be discussed. If you have ideas or things we didn't talk about that you think are essential to everyday carry, please, please, please get a hold of us. Send us an email at contact.shift.change.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can get a hold of us at Shift Change Podcast on Facebook. Um, go ahead and look us up on Facebook. Join the group. There's some pretty simple screening questions. It goes to directly to either me or Zach. Um, you know, we want to. We're trying to create a community here. We want to get people's feedback. We want to get your input. We want to be a part of a group. You know, uh, we're we're not the. You know, yes, we're putting this we're putting this project together. But this is a group effort, and we need to hear from you guys so we know what direction to take the show in. All right, so it's uh, contact.shift.change.podcast at gmail.com, 
or the Shift Change Podcast on Facebook. You got anything else, Dad? I got nothing. All right, good. They don't care. All right, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> All right, peace. <laughs> Till next time.